The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. We are back. We got so much to talk about basketball with the... uh you know, um, I don't know where he's going to go. You know, Randall want to get rid of him. You know, send him somewhere. Hopefully, he'll go to the Lakers. You know, because if you got Miami Heat with this stack team they have, and they just got Ray Allen from Boston Celtics, that's really stacking that game. You know, uh, these other teams they can be unbeatable. Miami can be unbeatable. So you got to look at it and say, you know, uh, all these other teams need somebody. So. I think Howard would be a good pick for L.A. for the Lakers. You know, you have you know you just got Steve Nash and went there, so that's pretty good. Steve Nash went to um, the Lakers, and then we get Howard there. Then that will make it where the, the at least the West will compete with the East. So if that would happen, that would be really good. But if you look at it the other ways, you know, you got the East, but you know, Chicago should come back. But Chicago needs. They they really need somebody like a center, you know. So if they get a, a center, that'll be great. Uh, if they don't get a center, Chicago, they won't be able to they you know, you know. So I think that will be something that you know will happen over in the East. But you know, there's nobody can compete with Miami. Nobody at all that can compete with them. You know, I mean, you, you know. LeBron, he had Dwayne Wade, you know, and they won it with that, you know. Um, so it's just, it's just crazy how Miami should take off about three or four more championships this year. San Antonio Spurs, I think they're really done. They're going to break that team up. They're getting pretty old. They're going to um, trade Tim Duncan. They trade Tim Duncan, and who you got left? You got Parker. You got these other guys that's pretty old. So that team will be broken up. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild season, you know, to go back and look at what's gonna go on. But I'm not a Miami Heat fan; I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. So if everything goes well with that, you know, Chicago should come up and at least compete with Miami this year. So uh, basketball, you know, like to say, you know, it's a game that you know, whoever how many superstars you have on that team is the team that's gonna win, you know. LeBron and you got Dwayne. That's two superstars. You know, Kobe is the only superstar for the Lakers. Look at all the other teams. Only got one superstar. So if you got two superstars, you're not going to win. So. But I have to apologize for the difficult show because I had a lot of things lined up. But um, co-hosting the show with me today is Catherine Love. Are you there, Catherine? Hi. How you doing? I'm here. That's good. You're a co-host the show with me today, huh? <laughs> I'll try my best. I'm sure I won't be feeling in uh, Terry's shoes very well, but I'll try. Oh, I know you. You're going to do more than try. So, Catherine, it's good to have you on the show, you know, the co-host, and see where you at and pick your brain. I always message you when I'm sitting next to you and we're talking back. Get your point of view. How that sound? That sounds good. Well, first we want to start, you know, I want to start a little controversy with you. I figured that. I already have a controversy. I don't know why earlier you said if you have two superstars, you're going to lose. I don't get that. Why wouldn't you want a whole team of superstars? 
Well, what do you think about that? Well, I, I think if you've got a whole team of superstars, obviously they're going to compete against each other um, and they're going to get better and better from um, each other. You know, they'll feed off of each other in a positive way. Or do you think they're so egotistical that they would damage the team and lose? Yeah, but if you have two superstars, you know, uh, somebody wants the ball at the end and both of them can't have the ball, right? You ever heard that old saying, there's not enough balls to go around? Well, you don't want one person to be a ball hog. You have five out there on the court. Don't you think it's best to use all of them to the best of their abilities and pass it around? If you've got one person always shooting, eventually they're going to shut them down, don't you think? No, but there's only two people that you... One person won't take the last shot. You want a Michael Jordan taking the last shot, right? You don't want a Catherine Levin taking the shot, right? Why not? You're not going to make it like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan take the last shot. Excuse me? Why does Michael Jordan always have to take the last shot? Why can't it be me? Well, I'll tell you right now, from your bathroom, <laughs> but anyway, we ain't talking about no but, um, but I know what you're saying. I know you had texted me uh, a couple of weeks ago about, you know, all the athletes and their money and, you know, they... They act the fool. You had a comment about Dennis Rodman and all that. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a great ball player, but he has totally ruined himself by alcohol abuse. And, you know, I don't really care that he dresses up like a woman or wears lipstick, whatever makes him happy. That doesn't bother me. But, you know, he just can't seem to get past his vices. And obviously that's affected his career. Yeah, he you know, he's still in the news. I don't know if he has any money left or if he's blown all that, but to me it's kind of a sad demise of a, a good ball player. But what, what do you care about what he does off the, I mean, off the court, you know? Why everybody always care? You only care about him winning games and scoring, getting rebounds scoring points. Why do we as, as fans and, and spectators care about because he's drinking, he's alcoholic, spending all his money on Why should we care, Captain? Well, I I might be a different fan than some other people. I think that um, when I watch somebody that is great and it excites me to see somebody that's a superstar do well, I also hope they're a good person and that carries throughout their off-the-court off time. They don't have to be perfect. I know people make mistakes, but um, if I'm going to enjoy somebody and like somebody, and follow somebody. I'm not going to follow a boob. I'm, I'm going to follow somebody that's um, an upstanding citizen. They may not be perfect. You know, even if somebody gets arrested for a DUI, it's not the end of the world, but it's kind of a sign that they're out of control somewhere. But, you know, to me, it's got to be more than just the TV stuff I see because they are followed throughout the media. So, you know, I'm going to watch that. And if they start getting arrested or their family life starts falling apart or they're beating their wives, I mean, to me, that's, that's not something I'm going to admire. That's not something I'm going to follow. And I surely don't want my children to, to admire or think that person is a role model or a hero. Wouldn't you agree? No, I don't agree. I mean, I mean, we talked about this on the show day in and day after. I don't agree with because a person in their household, they go to a bar. Why do I get reflect? Because you're only paying to see him play on the field or on the court. You're not paying because he go out and he party all the time and drink a beer all the time or he go and be his wife or he has problems with his life. You're not paying to see that. That's another part of his life. No, be careful. I don't know what you're saying about your kids. So if your kids see him on the court, you know, fight somebody or beat somebody up, that's I can understand that. But off the court, what do you care about? Well, I'm not expecting them to be perfect. I mean, nobody's perfect. Everybody's going to make mistakes and everybody's going to fall from grace. But do you really want to look at somebody as somebody you admire and think of highly when they're a thug or they're constantly getting arrested? I mean, one or two things may happen who, 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 in your life. Who label them as a thug? When they're evading taxes and they're beating their wives and they're getting arrested for things and they have a gambling problem, don't you think there's something there that... Obviously, they have problems they need to get help for, but... Well, let me, well, let me go this. Let me stop you. What about the president? 
he did what he did. If he sub something, he did something his wife. Because one one person does something wrong, they are sub, you know, or so they did something wrong. Y'all still voted for the president. He was a president, right? Are you talking about the current president or a past one? I'm just talking about when Clinton did what he did. You know, you saying when a person do something, that's right. Well, clear, well see, now you're, you're going to get into a whole new thing because you know I'm a Republican vote for Clinton and I didn't agree with what he did. Doesn't mean he didn't do some things that were good in office, but if we he's still somebody I'm going to, him, right? to look up to and admire, probably not. Am I going to respect him because he is was the president of the United States? You bet. Every president we have, I'm a patriot too. I may not agree with what they do, but they are the president. It doesn't mean I I may lose respect for what they do. That that isn't, um, you know. I mean, if they do something illegal, you know, I surely don't want them in office. If they do something immoral, you know, I, I don't know that that's room for impeachment, but. To me, it's something I would lose respect for that person for. So what you tell me is, if a player does some off the court or off the field, something like that, you lose respect. But you sit there on Sundays and watch them, and they play good for fifty points, win the game for your team. You won't respect them because what he did off the court. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is that I, it depends on what the the thing is that they do that might. Um, make them lose respect for, from, from my perspective. You know, I might be able to forgive them if it's something that I can see as, you know, a hiccup. If it's something that I'm seeing a chronic problem, I'm probably done with that person. doesn't mean I'm not going to root for my team, but I'm not going to look at that person as a role model or something that, um, that I look up to. I can enjoy the sport, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be having posters of that person, you know, in my office or in my house, that type of thing. Kind of weird, you know. You saying that? Because Why is I it think, weird? Don't you, know, you think that we all have some some type of duty to society as a person? I mean, well, you want your reputation to be good. You wouldn't want if if what if I was out clubbing and drinking every night and people started putting that in the media, wouldn't that embarrass you? Yeah, but I can't I can't sit here and say I want you to stop going on doing what you enjoy doing because people are gonna look at you different. You know, that's what you enjoy doing and people don't you know because you like going out friends and you know, four or five drinks, people look at you different, you can't go out and do that. I can't say I don't want you to stop doing that. That's what I'm saying. You understand that? Sure, and I can understand that. I mean people have to live. I don't I don't mean that. But what about when they go too far, when they hurt somebody else or they break the law? What, what, what is that? Is that excusable? Is it something they should, should fix? But, what if it's but a you, you said breaking the law. I mean, That's the whole other thing, Catherine. Then going out and getting drunk and partying and acting a fool, right? And then you're no, I don't have a problem. Some, some people have to unwind. If they act like a fool and get drunk, that's fine. But when they break break the barrier between having fun and they drink and drive or they hurt somebody by crashing into somebody drunk or they're beating somebody in a bar fight, I mean, to me, that's going beyond letting loose. Don't you think so? Well, yeah, that, I think that's different. I'm talking about the aspect of going out, getting, getting drunk, having a good time, or having friends, and then you saying, like, oh, he shouldn't be drunk out there. You know, he's him. Why? You know, he's out there, if he's single and he hit no women, why is that messed up, you know? No, I don't think that's an issue. I mean, that's just something that people are going to do when they're single. And, and if they choose to go clubbing or drink or go to a bar, that's their lifestyle they choose. That's not a problem. But what I'm talking about is the problem is when they're in the news getting arrested, chronic chronic arrest, they're, then you see their finances are dropping you know, they're evading taxes or maybe they're speaking out inappropriately at press conferences. To me, that tarnishes their reputation and and it's a character flaw that makes me wonder if they're really somebody I would want to admire. You know, I'm never going to know that person truly because they're only in the media to me. But I can admire them for their talent. But it's also more than that. Don't you think so? Uh, yeah. This is what we're going to do, Catherine. We're going to take a break. 
and we'll come out. We got um, Eric Glover. We'll see what he thinks. But this is the first time the start of uh, husband and my wife doing the show together. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so this well, is we'll have, to, we'll have to see what Eric says about that. This is Dan Sullivan, host of Love and Sports on co-host and David, my wife, Catherine Loving, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And my co-host today is my wife. Catherine Lemmy, you there, Catherine? I'm here. We don't lose you. Uh, me, uh, we got a guest online. We got to light your ass up. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, we got my best friend. And, uh, actually, I'd say more about best friend. That, uh, well, he already know. I can't keep bringing it up. But when I went through a lot of things, he was there for me in my life. And, shit, I, I got called more than a best friend. He was like a dad. Eric Glover from San Diego. Is that Eric? Yes, I am, James. Hello, Kathy. Hello, James. Hey. Hello, Eric. I, I, I'm going to keep missing you, but, love, I always got missing what you put me through. Not what put me through, but what you got me through. So I got to have all respect for you, man, for real. Hey, not a problem, not a problem. I'm I'm glad I was uh, able to be there for you, man, and I'm glad you're doing a lot better now. Yeah, but, um, Eric, you know, I don't know who side you're going to be on. Mine or mine, but remember, we've been your friend for a long time, all right? Always for you guys. What do you think? Well, see, the funny thing, James, say we have been friends for a long time, but what what your listeners don't know is that I knew Kathy a few years before James got to college with me, and Kathy <laughs> was very, she was always hospitable. She had no problem feeding me. So I have an allegiance to Kathy as well. So I can't I can't go too hard against her because 
she was she was very nice in college, and I'm sure being married to James Lovin that makes her even nicer. Well, <laughs> she got some other news to announce later to you. Well, thank anyway, you. I said she you got some very other nice news in to college too, you, and very so. helpful when I had mean people around because you were so huge. They were scared of you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, we were talking about uh, athletes and, like, well, they, you know, you kind of got the gist of it, you know, on the field. I think what we pay for them to play on the field, like like Tiger Woods, we went over that way, Eric. Why we care about what his girlfriend and all with his wife, that's his personal. We pay to watch him walk, play golf, or we pay, you know, football players to play. Why is it such a big thing there, like Catherine saying that? Why have no respect for him if he go out and blah, 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 do that? Why is that, Eric? Well, well, you know what? Like I said, well, they don't know, but what I was saying earlier was this. James, you're absolutely right. We They're, they're being played to play a sport, hands down, without a doubt. We love them for what they do on the court, on the football field, on the greens, you know, on the baseball diamond. That's why we love them, and that's how we know them. Now, should they be judged by what they do in their personal life? Yes and no, because... People want to hold athletes at a higher standard. You know, I heard you guys earlier talking about the president and other people, you know, and, and in everyday life, like presidents of companies, you know, school teachers, you know, all facets of life, people get in trouble and it's not magnified. But when an athlete does it, it's like held under the microscope, under that fine microscope. So as an athlete, you should know that you're under the public watch, so you should want to have that good character in public, you know. Now, what you do, you can kill somebody on the field. It's, that's what we're paying for. But like I said, to a certain degree, they should have to be some type of humanitarian and display some type of good character behavior because we've said it before. Kids are looking up to them. Is, is what Tiger did wrong to me? No. But to the public, yes. To his wife, yes. It's wrong. But if that's what that man chose to do, that's him. You know, he has to worry about who he's being judged by, his wife and God, or God and his wife, however you want to put it. You know, that's who he has to answer to now. Once his sponsors leave and nobody else is around him, like Kathy had said earlier, then that's when he should have to worry. Or that's when he starts worrying when the money gets smaller as opposed to getting larger. You know, look at, for example, T.O. Can T.O. still play? Yes. But does anybody want him in their locker room? No, because of his that's, negative behavior. Yes. You want to go, Catherine? I'm already like, go, go, go ahead. You, you go ahead and light him up, and I'll save him. Yeah, you don't save him. You go ahead and save him. Thanks, Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Glove, you said yes, yes and no, but the thing about it is, you will tell me because I'm in my house. I get drunk. You know, everybody say, "Hey, I was at James' party. He got drunk." You go make me look bad. You know what I'm saying? Because I got drunk in my house, and you know, because what I do on the field. You're not paying a hundred dollar ticket for to come and watch me on the football field, and then the other fifty dollars is to watch me in my home and see if I do good. Am I right, love? You yes, give this shit happy. about. I mean, excuse me, I can't keep saying. Who gives a crap? about what I do in my household, I'm going to feel for a four touchdown and win the game for you. Hey, if you bet on the game, you won. If not, your team won. Am I right? I understand yeah. what you're saying. I understand, but see, now you're talking. Here's, here's what you're saying. You're, saying. you're minimizing it. Yes, you're saying, okay, I scored four touchdowns, so it's all right for me to go out and drive drunk and be a butthole and kill somebody or hurt somebody. That's my life. And then I should, and then I should be forgiven because of what I did earlier that day. No, that's not right. That's not. I don't care how you look at it. That's not right. Now, you score four touchdowns, people will respect you more if you had somebody driving you. Then when you go in that place to get drunk and to do whatever you want to do, being at your home or being at some bar, if you have somebody driving, you can enjoy yourself more. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. Look at Adrian Peterson. Look at Adrian Peterson right now. That man has a whole lot of money to be such a young man. He's in a club party in Houston. Now, he gets into it with law enforcement. What's the one person or the one entity, if you're an athlete, you don't want to get in trouble with? 
law enforcement. Because guess what? Those are those same guys that when your house gets burglarized, they're going to come take the report. If something happens to your wife or something at one of those football games or sporting events, who are you going to call upon to protect and serve? So how can you be negative against law enforcement? And I'm just talking about Adrian Peterson. If it happened or if it didn't happen. Look, when did that start? When did that start? I got a story for that one. No, when did that, that get started? About, about five, six years. Am I right? Um, because, of course. Because uh, of course. before, was letting them go. Am I right? Well, what happened was, what happened, you, you, you go back to the Cincinnati days when they had the rap sheet at the police station. You know when, yeah. but here it is, but here it is also. If, if, if you know guys on your team are getting pulled over by the police or getting arrested or getting DUI or getting stopped in traffic, why would you walk out of a bar or a nightclub drinking in a high-profile vehicle and expect at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning not to get pulled over. You're going down the street in excess of 100 miles an hour or 90 miles an hour, and you've been drinking. You know, we don't even want to talk about my man Farley in Alabama. He had one DUI. Then in the same month, he gets another one. So at what let, point... Let me, let, me, let, me, let me go somewhere, and I want you and Kathy. I know Kathy said that, but let me go somewhere. I need to cut you off. I had a gentleman on my house the other day, his cousin... Grew up in Robin, but his name um, is Ray Buchanan. You know Ray that played defensive back, right? Right. So you know Ray Buchanan. 13 years in the league. Right. Ray played in the Super Bowl. Remember the Eugene Robinson went off the night before the Super Bowl, got arrested for the prostitute, right? Right. And his wife was at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm talking about, right, Glove? I know exactly what you're talking Me about. Me and Ray talked about that. If Ray would have played good, I mean, not Ray, Eugene would play good in that Super Bowl, Everybody forgot about him because they were going to give him. He still started. Remember that glow? It doesn't matter, James. But let, right. me, let me finish. You, you, you jump on the head. If he would have played good and they won that Super Bowl, the, the, the media, everybody on the, the spin would have forgot about that, right? Because Atlanta right. lost, and they, they blame that on because he went always but and did something on the side. But if they won the Super Bowl, they would have forgot about it. They still started. And why? Well, because he was one of their key players, but but James, but, but I'm, what, am I right? Though, what? If they would have won, they would forget about that incident. Am I wrong? Right? Well, no, be no, they would well, not. They would have remembered they that. Yeah, he, they something. he was in the press. He was arrested. He did something immoral and but illegal. But glove, they would have forgot about yes or no glove. The whole team. For the time being, for that short window, they would have forgot about it because of what happened. But eventually, it would have been brought back up. It would have been brought back up. And, and it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been, but a few months down the road when it came contract time or season time or the next Super Bowl time, it would have been brought back. See, here's the thing, and Kathy keeps saying it, and, and you can say what you want to say, but it's like this. The bottom line is this. We're talking moral issues. We're talking morals. So what you're saying is that regardless of how well these guys play, they should be able to do what they want no, 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 You're talking about arrest, and then you're, you're going as, 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 as down the ladder as just drinking at home. I mean, I, those things are normal human things people do, but not everybody goes out and gets arrested for chronic problems of DUI or assaults or things like that, you know, and, and constantly hit the news. Plus, they're famous. You know, Captain, I think y'all get me wrong what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what I do in my house, if I get drunk and go on the street and run butt naked, Captain, you'll let me run butt naked. You anyway. can run butt naked as long as you want. In Wyoming, you just can't. It has to be uh, not for sexual gratification. Otherwise, it's legal. You can run naked. Oh, uh, it, was a, it was a joke, Captain. There you go with that legal shit on, <laughs> on you. I'm just trying to help you out. You can run naked all you want. I don't care. Look you both say no, I ain't gonna let you run butt naked. But anyway, look at the issue. The issue isn't isn't you running butt naked, James. What you're saying is this, and this is what you said: in your own house, you should be able to get drunk. You should be able to run yeah. butt naked. You should be able to do what do what you want to do in the confines of your own home. You're absolutely yeah. right. You should be able to. But once you step outside your door, once you go in public. Then that's a whole nother entity right there. You could be drunk. You could be drunk stumbling around the house. Your wife noticed. Once you get in your vehicle, that car is now a weapon. 
So whatever damage you do with that car, you're going to be charged with that. Now, okay. should you get a pass because you scored five touchdowns and, and caught 200 yards or 300 yards? That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is that you and Cats are not getting in there. You, <laughs> you buy a ticket for, for um, Quam Stadium. Am I right? What's that, Quam? What's the, in San Diego? Qualcomm. Qualcomm. You know, they buy a ticket for, you know, here at um, um, Soldier Field. You don't buy a ticket for 130, 4130 West, you know what I'm saying? You don't buy a ticket. You buy a but, but this is where you're wrong, wrong love, is, is that that basketball player, that football player, is not just a ticket. They are a person. They are a person on and off the court. And how they handle themselves on and off the court is how they're respected in society. And they choose what what ways they go down the path, and whatever happens is what the consequences they have to deal with. Now, would you seriously think Jordan would have as much respect as he does if he hasn't come back from his downfalls? He still will have his money. He won't have the respect, but he still have, am I right, Gloria? He will still have money because he plays and wins. They're going to pay him. He will still have his money, but he don't have the respect. Am I right, Gloria? You're right. He'll still... He'll still it ain't about respect no more in the in the in the world of sports. It was love. The Lord yeah, came out the window. But it's like this. It's like this. And 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 what you, like I said, both of you guys, what you're saying is valid. But the bottom line is this right here: athletes go on respect and fame and fortune. Now, those that are more famous get more. Those that are less famous get less. But once you start doing things immoral, immoral, then you lose part of your your. I want to. I don't want to say credibility, but you lose you lose part of yourself as an athlete, and you can never recover from it. Regardless, Tiger could win twenty more twenty more majors and break every world record when it comes to golf, but still, in the back of everybody's mind. And in the back of what everybody has to say is he cheated on his wife and he got busted with all those women. Does it make it right or look, wrong? Look, let me let me go somewhere else. I hate to cut you off, but let me go somewhere else. You say it's about when you when you do something wrong, your money changes. That that's crazy because look at Michael Vick. I'm gonna go there because what he did with those dogs, his money changed. Yeah, but now he's back in all the endorsements back and everything. So if you go back, it's about money, right? Okay, look at but, but look at what he's trying to do. He's trying to come back from his tarnished reputation and his criminal record. You don't see yeah, him but, getting arrested for dog fights again. Yeah, but Gloss is about money, his image. He never care about the, the image of him about dog. It's about getting his money back to the $100 million. Am I right? Okay, look, at, if he didn't care about his image, then he wouldn't have been doing those PSAs for dog shelters and all he that. He did that to get back in the league, Glove. Okay. You know I'm right. If, if you don't care, you don't care. Guess what? He would have got back in league in the league regardless. He may not no, got he Glove. You know he wasn't. They wasn't let him, but he had to say sorry what he did because it was a big spectacle about that. Yeah, but yeah. he was losing money and getting dropped like a hot potato, and so he knew he screwed up, and he had to come back from that. Oh, love. Okay, you're absolutely right, Kathy. Love, think about this. You're talking about money. You're talking about money. Remember, when Michael Vick left before he went to jail, quote unquote, his house was in foreclosure. He had to give back of that $30 million signing bonus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So everything he had, pretty much those first five, six, seven years, however long he was in the league, all that was gone before he went to prison. So right, so he had to rebuild his character in order to get that new hundred million dollar contract that he received last year. So, so it is about being moral. You 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 have to show morals in order for people to like you, in order for you to get the endorsement, in order for you to get the big money. So you keep talking about running butt naked in the house and all that. That's fine and dandy, but once you step outside your door, you're a public figure. You're, you're a spokesman for that franchise, as Kathy was saying earlier. Now, as everybody say now, your brand is important. You as a person is important. So what's life after football? You can't be ignorant and retarded and all that 
and expect once ball is done that that's somebody's going to hire you. Well, you know what, Glove? That's another thing with Tavari. I'm glad you brought that up after football. What we're going to do is we'll take another break, and then we come back. We're going to elaborate what Glove just said because that's a good point. Are they doing it because right now or life after football? So what we're going to do, um, I got my wife. I got to say wife, Glove, right? You say wife. Right. I love it. Right, Kathy? <laughs> Your loving, supporting wife. Yeah, my loving Kathy, are you there? I'm here. I'm listening to my all you guys writing it down. Today, and I got my best friend Eric Glover. Did I say it right, Eric? You said it right. Supporting loving wife. Wife, yeah. We'll be right back with James Lovey and Catherine hosting this show. Right, Catherine? That's right, honey. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports. Fantasy Sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play Fantasy Sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's got the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. You're my co-host, Catherine Loving, my wife, but I guess I, I ain't my wife no more, you know. She's talking all that smack, so I'm going to get rid of her. Right, Catherine? Yeah, uh-huh. Throw me out like a used shoe. Yeah, yeah. He talk. I got Eric Glover, Eric Glover Green, you know. I don't know what the hell going on. What's going on with that, Glove? Hey, Kathy, us uh, Wyoming Cowboys stick together, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But, Glove, you mentioned something before we went to break that, you know, they do that for life after football with, you know, but that's what I'm saying. The image after football, you know, what does that care? Because people don't look to you. A certain years, you know, you go and say, hey, that's such and such, such and such. You have a big name. But after that, you know, it, it dies out. Am I right, Glove? Yes, yes, yes. Um, there was a defensive lineman that played for the New York Giants. He wrote a book called uh, When the Cheering Stopped. His name is uh, Wilbur Marshall. Very, I know very Wilbur. Strong. He played for the Bears. Yes. yes. Yeah. So he wrote a book later on in life about when the cheering stops and the adjustment, you know, once guys stop playing, it's, it's, it's hard on them, man. They have, you know, they have nothing there for them. There's nothing in place for guys once they retire. 
you know, so you're talking from a character standpoint, when, when you were that guy out there in public and everybody was cheering for you and everybody knew where, who you were now, now the cheering stopped. And so you're talking from the earlier standpoint when we were talking about, when you're talking about morals and values and things like that, if you're not a good person early, why would somebody want to be around you or pay right. you any money later? I, I talked to Captain about that. I said, Captain, you know, when I come home, my town, they know me. Now, you know, I go to Philly in you know, that one town, but I don't, nobody knows you. I'm like, Did I say that, Captain? Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you don't have the, the big hoopla you had when you were playing, but you still have people that know you in your small community, and you have a good reputation in Arizona, Chicago, and, and Wyoming, and especially here in Wyoming, people know your name, so you stick out like a sore thumb if you do something wrong. And if you do something that they may not think is morally or ethically correct, you know, they're going to wipe it away and forgive you. But if you go out and you still, you know, do something where you get arrested, they're going to notice that. And you, it may not affect your career anymore, but it's going to affect your reputation. Cool. Yeah, I guess if you don't uh, you have the big, big dollars, you may not care, but, um, you know, you, these people still have families. They have other jobs. And if you're trying to move up the ladder of success, whatever goals you're trying to reach, when you tarnish your, yourself like that, you have a less likely chance, especially not being famous, to carry you through the hard times than if you did when you were playing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, well you know, what's funny, you know, you're talking about, you know, being personable or being the person he is in Chicago and Arizona, and then you said Wyoming last being recognized. See, I always thought he was recognized because he was black. I never looked at it any other way but being a black person in Wyoming. That was a joke. I'm being funny. But, but absolutely, what you say well, is 100%. Well, yeah, it is mostly a white community. I would agree with that. But I'm, I'm his, name, his name probably sticks out more than him just being a black person in Wyoming. I'm being funny. You're right. There are a couple of bars out there, too. Anyway, as I'm saying, though, <laughs> I'm just being I'm being funny right now. No, yeah, 100%, 100% what you said is true, Kathy C. It's like this. People people, people want to be cheered and applauded. People want the fame and the fortune, but they want it the way they want it. You know, they don't feel like they should have to give, which at the beginning they're willing to give. To get the fame and the fortune you're willing to give, then once you get it, you don't want people to bother you and you want to do what you, what you want to do. And life's not like that. Once you receive it, you have to even do more to keep it. And I'm not talking about the fortune. I'm talking about the fame and the personality and the persona. You know, once right. you get I, I totally agree with you. Once you get that certain plateau that you're going to, you got to work ten times harder because now you're under the microscope, or for better, you know, worse words, you're under the gun. And so now people are trying to knock you off. So now is when you really have to focus on what's important. And so that's when you have to show that good character, those good morals that your parents taught you when they were raising you. And so James is talking about all the negativity, like, oh, I pay $100 to play, to watch him play, but I don't care about what he does in the streets. Well, you should, because if he's doing something immoral and negative, you shouldn't want to pay that 100 bucks. You know, well, let me, let me stop you, because it's something I want to... This ain't no council session, but I want to hear your part on this, and I want to hear my wife out because I talk about it with her, and she's like, blah, 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 but you said, you know, you want some fame and all. You know, when I come back home, I try and do something to give back and like that, but I feel like I'm a failure because, hey, I only played two years, didn't play alone, but your name ain't as big. What you were saying that you want your name, but your name is done, right? Is that what you're saying, Bluff? Well, 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 what you have to look at... Well, and, well, and, and let me finish my question to you, okay. Well, first. But your name is done, so when you come back, I feel like, man, I don't want to be around because I feel like I'm a failure. I feel all the people here, hey, that's supposed to be the big name and being, but it didn't happen that way, you know? So am I a failure, Glove and Captain? No, no, you're not a failure, and that's something that you have to come to grips with. But your name is only done if you if you retire it. 
But, you know, now you have a radio show, you do charity events, you do benefits, speaking engagements, and you, you try to help people. So that's, that's you in a different light, and you still have to have that reputation in order to get those types of goals achieved. And, you know, certainly if you're in jail on a Wednesday, you're not going to be able to do your show, correct? Yeah, but I mean... Because I'm going to leave your ass there. I'm not going to bail you out. Mm, you wow. But anyway... <laughs> what do you think? Well, you know what? I mean, as a person, not just me, an athlete, a failure because they come back to where... You know, you see a bunch of athlete gloves, and you hear about it, Catherine and Glove, on the news, hey, they lost all their money, and, and Glove, you know, God knows, you know what I went through. Okay, and I well, got put it through there. You know what I went through. Yeah, it was okay. Hell week. But you know, like, I, I got out of it. But you know, it's do you do a person or an athlete, not just me, make this stuff as a failure because you had all that money? Well, you know what, Kathy kind of hit the nail on the head. But 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 what do you what do you measure as being a failure? Because let's think in terms of this right here. Out of all the NCA D one athletes that played football during the time span that you played, and we're not going to go before us or after, but out of all the guys that were in college through those years, how many guys can honestly say they went to an NFL camp, made the team, made the 47-man roster, and played? It's a small percentage. It's 10%. So you're in that 10% 10 success rate. Now, Everybody wants a long career. That's being sports, being business, being life. But but it's not possible because you only got a couple years in. That doesn't make you a failure. You were still able to get there, whereas there's been hundreds of thousands of athletes that never had the opportunity. So, no, so you're not a failure in, in that sense. Now, if, if you made money and you didn't invest your money wisely, you did X, Y, Z with it, whatever, 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 and you don't have it to this day, that doesn't make you a failure. You're only a failure when you stop trying or you stop doing or you stop living, you know. And and like your wife said, now you have a radio show. You do charity events, you know. You do speaking engagements. You do things like that to better others. So, no, you're very successful in a sense. Maybe not as successful as you want to be in football, but in life, you know, you're nowhere near failure. That's what I wanted to ask you, like, I mean, you, Glove, and um, Catherine, because you're not successful money-wise later, but you do think, because I I think successful with, after it's like, being friends with you, Glove, you know, that I could call you, I know I had no money, you know, when I had no, and you still, you know, was my friend. You know what I'm saying? You can say, hey, James, I need this. You know what I'm saying? I could call friends and say, hey, you know, like, Gary, hey, I'll talk to you. You know what I'm saying? That's been what I think is, you know, more important than the money after I have it, all that house and cars. Am I right, though? You're, you're absolutely right. Think about it. There was a lot of guys we went to school with that didn't even get an opportunity to play in college. Better yet, at the next level, you know. And and some went back home never playing a down of Division One football. Now, they could be guys in corporate America, officers in the military, law enforcement, things like that, that doesn't make them a failure because they didn't play in, they didn't play football in college. Hopefully they took advantage and got their degree, and they're better in life, and now they're helping. Me, broke my ankle, stopped playing football. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I came back home, and I'm doing something that I enjoy doing. I could have made ten times the money I'm making wearing a suit and tie. But you know what? That's not that that wasn't my calling. That's not what I chose to do. What I chose to do was work with people that are at a disadvantage, being young athletes, guys that are in prison, guys that are strung out on drugs and things like that. That's where I get my fulfillment from. When I see one of my guys do well, one of my athletes go to high school or go to college or beyond. That's my fulfillment. That's my success. Catherine? Um, well, we got three minutes well, left. I don't think I could have said it any better. Um, you know, to me, success isn't measured by money or fame. That's something that's special, and so that puts you in the special category. And it's never a failure if you reach there that point. 
and you were there for as long as you could, to me that's a success. And what you do with yourself is is your biggest success in life. It has nothing to do with um, how long you were in the league. Well, I just want to thank my wife, Glove, for coming on the show. I've uh, been a cold. I didn't have no guests. I was scooping and all. I wasn't prepared, but I want to thank you for being the host today, Catherine. Thank you. You're welcome. And, uh, Glove, we always thank you for being I know you're going to call in, you know, so. Hey, I don't think, I don't think you could have had a better or a prettier co-host than your wife. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, well, she thank got you very, very much. I'm going to on the air. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> Catherine, tell the news. The news? The news. That, that I'm pregnant? Yeah. Well, con- well congratulations to the Loving family. <laughs> Thank you. I want a cigar. <laughs> well, James thinks it's going to be blue. It's going to be a blue cigar? Uh-huh. Hey, as long as it's a healthy cigar, that's all we want. That's right. We just want help you. Well, That's I just want right. to thank, um, oh, well, Matt, just congrats, you know. Thanks, Hey, Matt. <laughs> hey, Matt, Matt, congratulations. Kathy, hopefully the baby look like you. Thank you. I was hoping that, too. But you know what? It's going to be a beautiful baby with the two of us. <laughs> hey, I'm going to cut you all off. But anyway, hey, Glove, like I said, you know, you don't know what you meant in my life, what you did. You know, where I'm at is not me because of you. Uh, you know, I love my mom and dad and all like that. I was afraid to call them and let them know what was going on, but I called you, so, man, hey, man, oh, yeah. Like I said, man, I'm glad I was able to be there for you, like always. I have no problem with that. In my eyes, we're brothers, you know, just from another mother, that's all. So, you know, we'll see you next week. I'm glad to call in, and, um, uh, Captain, you did your show. Don't call in no more with that bull. Thanks a lot, Bay, for calling, Captain. Yep. All right, right, for real. It was a good good debate. I'm like, no, I ain't gonna put you on one, of course. But, you know. But this is another show, James Loving. I love my first time. My co host, Captain Loving, and my special guest from San Diego, uh, Eric Glover. Come Glove. Talk to you next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.